The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I'll run this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. the show and a good Wednesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 708, 8 after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. The gang mostly here tonight. The lovely Deborah Green produces the show. Stoic, little ticket Longoria on the other side of the takeout window. Low-T Chuck is off. Low-T. He's in uh, Jamaica, man. He is. Yeah, good for him. Good for Chuck. So, uh, Crystal Catfish Wheeler is uh, filling in on the phone, so please be nice to Catfish because she is officially Longoria's boss. Technically, yes. So, yeah, so if you're not, uh, what do you mean technically? Well, Either she is or is she isn't. She is. All right. I think she's also Jennifer Griffey's boss. No. No? I don't think so. Just in life. I don't think anybody's her boss. <laughs> in life, she's her <laughs> boss. Uh, we've got a big show tonight. Dennis Miller will join us. Little Sanjay, would you rather? Uh, we're going to play this or that with our buddy, Dr. Joe Esposito. Uh, i got to start off, though, with the uh, breaking news today. So I get off of work. I get home at like 10 a.m., walk the dogs, get in bed, and I'm about to watch, uh, start watching The Americans. Have you seen that? On, I love uh, that show. Yeah, yeah it's great. so I've been binge-watching it on FX, and I'm midway through season four. I'm loving it, but I have CNN on, and they're talking about the breaking news, the suspicious packages sent to uh, the Obama's house and the Clinton's house, and then as I'm watching it, a f- they're like, a fire alarm starts going off in the CNN uh, newsroom in New York, and I'm like, that's not a fire alarm, people. Like, that's, that's too coincidental. And then, sure enough, suspicious package sent to uh, the Time Warner uh, building. So I, I stayed up too late or too early in this the morning to watch the breaking news coverage. But uh, what I, I can't turn away from breaking news. So we'll discuss that. Joining us live in studio from Channel 2 Action News is uh, Mark Winnie, who's here to talk about a special that will be on tomorrow. But uh, you've, you've had a lot of experience, my friend. Um, you wrote a book about serial bombers. Um, were you uh, enthralled by the story today? Horrified yeah. by it. Uh, yeah, I covered extensively for Channel 2 and then uh, uh, wrote a book uh, in the mid-'90s um, about Roy Moody, who was a mail bomber mm-hmm. from Rex, Georgia, okay. uh, who was convicted of sending a package that killed 11th Circuit Court of Appeals Judge Robert Vance uh, in Mountain Brook, Alabama. He sat on the 11th Circuit here in Atlanta, uh, Robbie Robinson, a city alderman and civil rights attorney in Savannah, also died as a result of one of the packages he was convicted of sending. Uh, a bomb was intercepted and rendered safe, as they say in uh, bomb tech parlance, in downtown Atlanta at the 11th Circuit building. And another one intercepted after a miraculous sequence of events at the NAACP headquarters in Jacksonville, Florida. Roy Moody was executed earlier this year, in his early 80s, as the oldest man uh, put to death in the United States uh, since the death penalty was reinstituted uh, in this country. And obviously you followed the uh, Eric Robert Rudolph case for years. Yeah, we were uh, humbled at uh, Channel 2 to break the story of Rudolph's arrest, and I spent a lot of time wandering through the the mountains of western North Carolina uh, on the uh, trail of Rudolph with the uh, law enforcement coalition that was hunting him. So with the years of experience dealing with, with the bombing cases like this, any initial reactions to what we learned today about uh, about the suspicious packages that were sent? Yeah, you know, the forensic ability of uh, bomb techs mm-hmm. and federal authorities and, and state and local authorities also uh, to piece together where the components of a bomb package come from. Uh, will blow your mind. Yeah. I mean, to be able to tell from uh, the marks on nails, for instance, if it's a bomb package where nails were used to increase the shrapnel effect, uh, not only what factory they came from, but what tool bench they came from and what time on what day wow. uh, they came from. Uh, be able to track uh, what kind of powder uh, was used, if powder uh, was used. Um I remember in the Moody case, uh, one of the key breaks came when they turned his wife uh, as a cooperating witness and 
uh, through her testimony and cooperation, they were able to uh, link a piece of paper that came out of one of the bomb packages to a uh, copying machine in a store in Kentucky. Wow. Uh, and that was a couple decades ago. Yeah, it was. And, and things so have gotten a lot imagine, better, yeah. Right. How far they've, they've come since. But also the, uh, uh, the Rudolph uh, case. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing that it had in, in common with the Moody case, frankly, was the arrogance of the bomber. Uh, you know, Ed Tolley, mm-hmm. one of the best lawyers in Georgia, was Roy Moody's court-appointed uh, defense lawyer. The guy was accused of attacking the federal judicial system. When that same system was trying him, he had to have a top-light lawyer. Uh, and he once commented on how a, uh, uh, a mail bomber... Uh, is not a face killer, you know. They they kill from anonymous distance, mm-hmm. and if you think about how much hate it takes uh, to assemble a bomb package uh, and get it delivered, be it by the mail or some other means of delivery, uh, it, for that uh, anonymous type of. Uh, expression of hate mm-hmm. uh it's a it's a horrible thing to think yeah. about mark winnie from channel two joining us in studio um i'm glad i'm glad you were able to to impart some wisdom on on the breaking news today but the real reason i want you to come in is a story we're going to see tomorrow right. on channel two and I'm, I'm sad that chuck's gone today because chuck from whitefish montana um might be involved in in this caper perhaps um montana license plates Costing Georgia taxpayers money, basically. What exactly is going on here, Mark? So if you look at the next McLaren or Lamborghini or Ferrari, yes. that passes – which do you have? Is it a Ferrari or a Lambo? I've got the Lambo, yeah. yeah. Uh, that, that passes <laughs> you in Buckhead yeah. or on a, you know highway or street across metro Atlanta. There's a significant chance it could have a Montana tag on it. Uh, and it is often because uh, in Montana they don't have the kind of sales tax and ad valorem tax sure. uh, that we have here. And so you can save big money by going to Montana, uh, going to uh, a service. There's a cottage industry of outfits that have sprung up to service these kinds of uh, of arrangements. You create what's called an LLC, a limited liability company. Uh, and it doesn't have to, that company doesn't have to make anything, mm-hmm. doesn't have to sell anything. It exists basically as a pass through to title your car. And under Montana law, as it's been explained to us, and nobody seems to be disputing us this, it's, it's legal. The question is, is it legal in Georgia if you lived here 30 days? To not register your car, car in Georgia. In Georgia. Yeah. So I think a lot of folks, and this is causing shockwaves inside the exotic car community already, from what I'm told by uh, an expert in that realm, as word of the investigation by the Department of Revenue and perhaps the, the investigation we've been doing has spread by word of mouth and digital media uh, in that tight-knit community. So, for example, um, because the law recently changed, uh, basically, if you buy a new car now, you're paying most of the tax up front. Up front. So that, that's, that's, that changed because it used to be the yearly ad valorem. You'd pay right. a percentage or whatever. Because right. uh, I went through that recently when I sure. bought a car. So let's say um, Deborah Green is buying a $500,000 Lamborghini. If she was buying it in Georgia, getting titled through Georgia, uh, registered in Georgia, what what kind of a tax bill is she paying when she purchases that? I think that? a DOR official actually told me a half-million-dollar Lambo would be about $35,000. So that's $35,000 that should be into the Georgia tax coffers, but is not because Deb Green is going to Whitefish, Montana, and having the car registered there. That would be the contention of the Georgia Department of Revenue Special Investigations Unit. Now, this has been apparently of some concern in states across the country that have tax structures more like Georgia's, Mm -hmm. which is the vast majority uh, of states. But my understanding is this is the first time that law enforcement has acted on this scale this aggressively to say, hey, 
guess what? You're breaking the law here. Yeah. Nobody has been charged yet, but there is a criminal investigation underway involving uh, a couple of uh, folks who we are told have between them purchased dozens of of exotic cars. Uh, that's a hunk. Of, that's a Montana. chunk of change. Uh, yeah. You know that. that, that. Well, so Georgia Revenue guy told me that Georgia literally loses millions, wow. plural, a year to this phenomenon. That's that's crazy. And, and, you know, it's like he told me, he said, look, you know, our roads still got to be paved. Mm-hmm. You know, the law enforcement officers who patrol those roads still got to be paid. Uh, there are costs that the rest of us bear. Sure. You know, now, the exotic car Folks, I think, uh, might have a, you know, they might have a different argument. They might look at it uh, differently. I think some of them do. Although one guy uh, that we talked to, one of the uh, people at the focus of this investigation said, you know, I checked with lawyers here and in Montana, you know, uh, in in the course of doing this. I thought I was legal. If the Department of Revenue is saying uh, I can't do this, I'm going to change I'll I'll comply. Interesting. All right, so to tomorrow, the story, uh, what time can we watch it on Channel 2 Action News? Channel 2 Action News at 6, part one. And then we have a follow-up we're planning for Friday. You actually uh, went to Montana, too. We did go to Montana. We talked to the officials up there. They're very cooperative. Uh, We went to one of the firms that's involved, not as cooperative. (laughs) No doubt. We went to another one that does this, though, that gave us an inside look, let us in the door. Uh, and that's what we're planning to bring you on Friday. Great work as always, Mark. A pleasure to see you, my friend. Well, you're, thank you. Uh, you're welcome anytime. You're a legend, and I appreciate you uh, <laughs> having humbled me on your show. Thank you so much. Mark Winnie from Channel 2 Action News. Tomorrow at 6, Lotee's people in Montana. That license plate scam. I think Lotee's got a Georgia plate, though, on his truck, so that's good news. All right, 404-872-0750. We'll be right back. This is The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show. 725, 62 degrees on Peachtree Street. How do we have full calls already? How did that happen? Chuck's not here. People are, are happy to talk to Catfish. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, Chuck's getting away. Don't get yelled at. Uh, Lynn joins us in uh, Gainesville, Georgia. Lynn, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. How are you doing? Excellent. How are you? Um, pretty good. I had a really rough day with my little puppy dog. She's got, like, congestive heart failure. Oh, so, no. you know. Yeah. Well, tell me about your dog. How old? What kind? All that stuff. She's a little Jack Russell. We got her from Atlanta Pet Rescue and um, uh, nine years ago after we lost our other uh, Jack Russell, which our vet called our Muscle Russell. Um, and lady's very petite and sweet and everything. But um, so anyway, we it's it's going to be like an ongoing thing. Hopefully we'll get two more years that she will be able to be. Yeah. You know, with us and everything. I'm but, so sorry. Oh, no, it's heartbreaking. But, you know, we've gone through this forever with all of our dogs. And you said, you said her name's Lady? Lady. Oh, so sweet. Yeah, she's a beautiful little sweetheart. Um, little, very petite little Jack Russell, and we love her beyond. I like Jack Russell's. Jack Russell's going to be a handful, though. <laughs> they have attitudes, those little dogs. But she doesn't. She's adorable. Oh. But I, w- I was calling to say that, you know... With all this rhetoric and all of this, like, animosity and all of this, like, vitriol and everything that's going on, you know, thank God that nobody was killed today. Yeah, thank God none of absolutely. these bombs went off. Thank God that, you know, we're, we're, we're sitting there talking about whatever we want to talk about yep. and who, whichever side, whatever. Yeah. Um, but nobody was hurt. And I was just saying to your screener that, you know, God... Steve Scalise, I mean, this man should have, for all intents and purposes, be, he should not be with us, mm. you know? And so, you know, I don't I, all, know. I, all I can think is, Lynn, is what what is this world coming to? That's what I keep saying to myself every day. What is this world coming to? We'll talk about that, the breaking news. I'll give you my theory. It's not very good theory or in-depth theory, but I'll, I'll tell you what I think happened. And But you're right. Thank God no one was hurt. We'll come back with more of your calls. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On the Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Hey, this is Phil Necro, inducting the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1997. You are listening to The Mark Aram Show.
What other show would you listen to? Welcome back to the show, 7 to 37, 23 in front of 8 o'clock. Mark Aram and pals with you till 9 in the p.m. Still to come, little Sanjay, would you uh, know this or that with Dr. Joe and our buddy Dennis Miller will join us for a couple of minutes. I don't want to spend too much time on the uh, breaking news today, but I was uh, I was just fascinated by what was going on with those suspicious packages. Here's here's my theory. And again, I, I don't want to have a downer show, but we heard from Mark Winnie. He talked about the guy Roy Moody. He talked about uh, Eric Robert Rudolph. They're just lone psychopaths. That that's all this is, right? This is this is just some lone psychopath that sent these out. Thank God no one was hurt. I don't think it was a vast right wing conspiracy, and I don't buy the the theory that the Democrats did this them to themselves leading up to the midterms. I mean, come on, it's just a, a single. It's a, it's a Roy Moody. It's a a Eric Robert Rudolph. Whoever did this, and and Mark, we need a great point. You can't commit crimes in 2018 like you could in 1958, Longoria. Don't you try. Okay, I won't. Like the forensics now, it's insane. You know how much easier it was to be a criminal, Deb, in 1958 than in 2018? You also just can't go anywhere without being on camera. Yeah, exactly. We saw that with the uh, the Saudi Arabia thing. Yeah. There's or, like an hour worth of footage, of security camera footage of that guy that they murdered. Or even the Boston Marathon. Exactly. Like they were able to use all everyone's video. Yeah, exactly. So that that's my theory. I just think it's, it's a, a lone psychopath. That uh, obviously hates certain people and wanted to do something. I don't think there's any big conspiracy about this. And and uh, I think Lynn had a, a great point. Thank God no one was hurt. It was caught before anyone could get hurt. But it's scary. What's this world coming to, Deb Green? Uh, Rusty's in Doraville. Rusty, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. How you doing? What's this going week? on, Rusty? I, I tell you, I'm, I just have, have been kind of puzzled all day. I've been following this. And what I actually see and the circumstances around it tell me these aren't really bombs. You cited Eric Robert Rudolph. His stuff worked. Mm -hmm. And one big advantage of of your bomb detonating is it makes the forensics harder. Mm -hmm. But if you just stop and think about it, look at the picture they showed. He put it in a package, a, a soft padded metal envelope that you could feel what's in it. You get an envelope like that, you expect it to weigh a few ounces. This thing's weighing a pound and a half. So you start feeling it, and you feel the round bomb. Interesting. When you look at the bomb, there's no pressure switch on it. The mm-hmm. whole idea of a, of a mail bomb, package bomb, is when you open it, you relieve pressure and either uh, allow a mechanical device to function and hit the initiator, or you close a contact. And the yeah, you know, initiator. first of all, you know way too much about making bombs, Rusty. Do you think this guy was just a bad bomb maker or that he and never? Bomb, it's really simple. I've, I've been a reloader all my life and around ordnance, and, it, and it, it's not. I mean, you can go down to the hobby store where they sell those um, rockets, you know, that you can launch and relaunch. They've got electric initiators for the fuel in that rocket. But here's the point. You, you can take a flashbulb and uh, remove the glass as long as you don't break the bulb. When you apply electricity to it, it'll flash and initiate your explosive. Okay. I, we're giving too much, the kids too much, too many uh, yeah, tips here. Notes here. Don't go to Hobby Lobby kids and do this. Um, I don't know. The, the, the bombs are being sent to the uh, FBI bomb lab for, for testing. I, I don't know. I, I don't know anything about bombs. That guy knew a lot about bombs. Apparently. But I do know here... Our mail is screened. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I like, didn't know that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's just so, like, no, I get packages. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, like if, if I get an envelope that looks funky, security opens it up. Really? And and they'll they'll open the envelope and then whatever letter was in there. Like I get a lot of me- letters from prisoners 
Oh, sure. Yeah. So they'll open it. Like, if it comes from a prison, they'll op- the security opens the letter up. And if there's a funky-looking package, they will open it up. And when they when it, when it delivered to my box, it's like you could see the envelope, and they have the thing stapled to the envelope. All right. So, I mean, we do. We take precaution here. And right here behind me, legitimate uh, bulletproof glass. Courtesy of the Talkmaster, because uh, yeah, it's a, it, I mean it's it's a scary world we're living in. Um, but I'll tell you what's not scary, Russ in Gainesville. Russ, welcome to the show. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk to you. How you doing, brother? Hey, buddy. I wanted to talk to you about that billion dollar lottery. Okay. But I wanted to tell you first, I voted for you today. You voted for me in what? Well, I went to I let's see. I put you down. I wrote you down as I think Commissioner of Agriculture. <laughs> and that's fantastic. Let's see what else was it? It was uh, Attorney General, and I wrote in Andrew Longoria as um, Director of Immigration. Ah, nice, <laughs> ah, nice. Well done, Longoria. Well, thank yeah. you. I think I'd be a good Ag Commissioner. I could do that. Give me all your pecans. Yeah. Let me try your pecans. <laughs> pecans and peaches. Send them. Out. Oh, thank you, Russ. That was very sweet of you. On the last, yeah, um, but- it's pretty funny. In the last presidential election, if you go to the. Um, each county's got a role. You can see who, mm-hmm. how many votes each person got. In in Fulton, Cobb, and I think Hall County, I got a handful of presidential votes nice. in 2016. Oh, yeah, but now I never been voted for ag commissioner. So good job, Russ. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, you know, I went today. It was it was a uh, pre-voting, and there was a long line. I stood in line for 40 minutes, but I'm glad I got it over with. I'm hoping. Yeah. That um, everyone early votes, mm-hmm. and by next Tuesday, I can just walk in. I never really wait that long in my I never do either. Anyway. I walk right in, vote, yeah. and leave. The ladies love me there. Oh, my God. The la- the, the, they get two stickers. This one lady, she's like, <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to come this year, Mark. I mean, blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, I'm here. They, they absolutely love me. Well, Russ, thank you, buddy. You're an early running for star of the show. Let me ask you this real quick. Yeah. Because if I'm reading this right, okay. somebody won that billion and a half dollar lottery in South Carolina, but they haven't claimed it. Oh, they won't. They won't for a while. Yeah, no, they're lowering so up. Has they're... a ticket in the back pocket worth a billion and a half dollars, and they don't even know it. Yeah, I've done that a lot. I've I've had tickets I never checked, but if it was a billion and a half, I I'm would pretty check. sure yeah. they know. They're just getting all their ducks. Yeah, exactly. Rolling. I uh, I didn't win a single dollar. Did you win anything? I did not. No, Deb and Green. I got a, I got even got an extra one on the way home. I stopped at two places. Remind me when Silky comes on. We got to talk about okay. uh, <laughs> two bucks. You want two bucks? Yeah. Good job. Hey, sweet. Yeah. yeah, I didn't win a ding dong thing, but I Powerball tickets. I bought Powerball tickets too, all so right. hopefully I'll be a winner there. Uh, Amy's a winner in Dawsonville. Amy, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Thanks. Um, I was thanks for putting on the thing about the Montana license plates because I'm from there, and it annoys the crud out of me when I stop these people like they'll be getting out of their vehicle and be like, "Oh, hey, where in Montana are you from?" Because you can usually tell by the tag because it'll tell you which county. Which county? From. Yeah. And I'm just like, and so, but it's not just the Lamborghinis and the expensive cars. There are people, companies that own fleets that do this because there was a construction crew on Fort Benning when I was stationed there that had Montana tags. And I was like, oh, a Montana crew got a job and came down here. But they were there for years. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. But now listening to you guys, it makes sense. And it really just irritates me that they do this. They're gaming the system. I mean, I paid, I can't remember exactly, but I paid like, $3,000 $3,000 when I bought my last car at, at as far as the tax goes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not 35000 whatever Mark Winnie said for the Lamborghini, but still, it was that's a big chunk of change. So uh, Winnie's saying that that's this is costing uh, Georgia over a million dollars a year in tax revenue. That's crazy. Yeah, and it just irritates me because in Montana, when you see another plate and you're in a different state, you're like, oh, hey. Exactly. And you usually <laughs> find somebody in common that you might know. Do you know what's funny? I was... Uh, I remember spring break, I drove down to Fort Lauderdale. It was like 1993 or whatever. And I was down there, and I'm at a stoplight next to someone with a Connecticut license plate. And I had a Connecticut license plate. And I was like, hey, where in Connecticut are you from? They're like, oh, uh, uh, Newington. I'm like, hey, do you know Frank Barisi? They're like, yeah. Because he was a guy I played baseball with, traveling baseball. They're like, yeah, Frank Barisi, he's a jerk. I'm like, yeah, isn't he? <laughs> it was pretty fun. So I get the uh, excitement when you see uh, a license plate from your home state, and, and it's all these jack wagons that are just gaming the system, Amy. Yeah, and I was actually, I was, I'm glad they're, like I said, I'm glad they're doing something about it, because if I could have figured out, and wasn't in nursing school right now, and I could figure out how to tell Montana stop this because it's BS, <laughs> and I'm sick of it. I would. Hey, Montana, it's Amy calling. Listen, you got to stop this. <laughs> um, yeah, please stop. Where in Montana are you from, Amy? 
Um, so it's a little town called Plentywood. It's in the northeastern corner. It's 26 miles from North Dakota and 16 from Canada. Did you say Punchywood? Yeah, Plentywood. Oh, Plentywood. Plenty oh, I thought she said Punchywood. I'm like, that's it. Well, Chuck is not from Whitefish. I always say he's from Whitefish. But yeah. do you know that? I, know. I don't no, know. I, I talked to him. I called you one time before about the yellow journalism. Yes. And I talked to him. I, he told me where he's from. I have a cousin that lives in that town. Nice. I bet Chuck hooked up with her. They just moved there. Oh, okay. Never mind. Never mind. You know, listen, you know Chuck, and whatever his hometown was, like 600 people, you know, uh-huh. you know, he he's a good-looking dude. He he was, whatever six attractive girls were in his high school, he was he was getting with them. I have no doubt about that. <laughs> but anyway, so we were talking during the break. When I first moved down here in 96, I still had Connecticut license plates, and I got pulled over like six months after I moved down here and the officer's like, how long have you been down here? I'm like, oh, about six months. He goes, you gotta, you gotta change the plate, man. I, was, I had no idea. Yeah. I didn't either. Well, yeah. Listen, these guys, these officers could get after these guys. Cause in Montana, if you have a plate, you have to have a front and a back plate. Hmm. And most states don't know that. Look at that. Um, yeah. In Texas, it's the same way. You yeah. Have to have front so cops are listening and they want to pull somebody over and they see a Montana plate, but they don't see a front plate. They can talk to him about that because Montana law is that you put on the front and the back plate. I guess I just don't see, or I just haven't paid it. I don't. I guess I don't see a lot of Lamborghinis and. I do. Do you really? There's well, you club, live in Alpharetta. That's club why. Up yeah. By me, yeah. Yeah, but I would think if I did see one, I guess I see them at restaurants sometimes. You know, because the valets will put put the, yeah. the nice car up front. But I never really look at the license plate. I'm like no, looking at the car. I'm like, either. wow, who'd get that pink Lamborghini? Oh, it's such garish colors. <laughs> yeah, they're they're kind of weird. But uh, good job on Winnie going uh, cracking down on that. That's good stuff. Chris is in coming. Chris, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark, how's it going, buddy? What's up, buddy? Well, I don't want to discount that it may be a ploy there because uh, that other previous caller, the bombs are kind of like this silly. They they really uh, real bombers going that things are gonna work, right? So, but why wouldn't that be like pointing the finger at a Republican because a Democrat wouldn't do that, you know? So it's kind of interesting that they're doing it right here before election, sending these silly things out in envelopes and stuff. Doesn't I, make sense. I, I think the easiest explanation is is a you know a psychopath that is not very good at making bombs. That that to me is the, <laughs> that to me is the easiest explanation. We'll find out. Listen, as Mark Winnie said, the FBI is gonna you know whatever this came from. The fact that some of them didn't detonate, like some of them they blew up on their own. Like they took them out and blew them up. Whatever evidence is there, I have complete faith in the FBI to find out exactly who sent them. So we'll find out. Thank God no one was hurt. I think it's just a, a, a psychopath that's bad at making bombs and bad at spelling because there's a lot of misspelled words on the address. All right, let's move along from this. Let's move along from this. We'll talk about something else when we come back. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram, this is The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show. I just realized all this breaking news happened during the day. So if you folks were at work, you might not have been paying attention exactly what was going on today. So I want to just do a quick recap uh, from ABC Radio News on, on the breaking news that you might have missed today while you are at work. They may not have exploded, and as far as authorities now know, no one was hurt. But the feds say a series of what appear to be pipe bombs were intended to. ABC News Chief Justice Correspondent Pierre Thomas. Sources telling ABC News each device contained a digital clock, explosive powder, a battery as a power source, and wiring to channel a spark for detonation. While the bombs did not detonate, investigators believe they are dangerous. Based on components and construction of those six pipe bombs discovered so far, investigators fear the intent of the senders was to maim or kill. Among the recipients, former President Obama, Hillary Clinton, and the New York offices of CNN. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio with a message to his city and to the nation. If you see a suspicious package, take it seriously. Don't dismiss it. Call the authorities. Call 911. Uh, treat it urgently. President Trump condemned the attack, attempted attacks, but he stopped short of calling them acts of terrorism. Daria Albinger, ABC News. I used to work with Daria Albinger. Do you know that? Did not know that. Yeah. We do now. Well, yeah. Uh, actually, I interned. She was working. I was an intern. Yeah, nice lady. Good. Good voice. Yeah. Daria Albinger. It's a nice name, too. What kind of rolls off the tongue? Daria Albinger. Low ticket Longoria. Yep. Little ticket Longoria. Little ticket. All right, here's what I do. Uh, is Catfish still in here? 
Yeah, she's there. All right. I need two contestants uh, that really like Dr. Joe. We're going to play this or that with Dr. Joe. Got a chance to win a fabulous prize. Still to come, little Sanjay with Would You Rather. Dennis Miller's going to join us. Where in the world can you find a better radio show than that? Dr. Joe playing a game. Little Sanjay with Would You Rather and Dennis Miller. That's all in the final hour of the Mark Aram Show. Locked and loaded, ready to go. 404-872-0750, wsb talk Need two contestants to play this or that with Dr. Joe. We'll be right back after news, weather, and traffic. This is the Mark Aram Show. Hey, this is Louis Anderson, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome back to the show. To go to Wednesday Eve to you, Mark Aram here. You there? It's eight oh seven seven minutes after eight o'clock. This is the uh, Mark Aram show. Yeah, that's what it is. It's heard Monday through Friday. Yeah, 7 to 9. Yeah, on WSB. Most of us are here tonight. Deb Green is uh, in studio. She produces the show. Little Ticket, Stoic Longoria on the other side of the takeout window. Low T Chuck is off tonight. Crystal Catfish Wheeler is going to screen calls. I I forgot that we do Little Sanjay at at this time. I thought we'd do him at 835. Does Catfish want to play Would You Rather? She says no. no. All right, so I double booked this because I wanted to do Dr. Joe thing but i forgot we have sandra here so we have our two contestants we have barb hey barb how are you i'm good thank you um can you, we're gonna play dr joe uh this or that in just a little bit but do you want to play would you rather with us first yeah if you like all right yeah excellent all right so you're gonna play and uh anna's in lithonia anna how are you i'm good and you excellent you want to play would you rather first Okay. All right. All right. So, Sanjay, um, <laughs> if you're listening, we've got two very respected ladies on, Barb and Anna. So, please adjust your questions accordingly. With that being said, it's time, it's time. for Would You Rather with Little Sanjay. He's the guru, the soothsayer, the truth seeker, the asker of unanswerable questions. He joins us every Wednesday night at, at 8.09, apparently, on the Mark Aram Show. I thought it was 8.39. Anyway, how you doing, Silky? I'm doing great. I am slowly looking through my pile of would you rather to, to replace a couple of these suspect ones. Un- understood. Yes. Yeah. So normally, uh, it's you know it's Longoria, Low T, and me, and you could you could be go a little crazy with the would you rather's, but clean yeah. them up here because we've got Barb and Anna. Uh, first off, though, good to see you Saturday. Thanks for coming to the Mark Aram Show listener lunch. That was fantastic. Oh, I was happy to be there. And I have a homework assignment for you. All right. So we have uh, already st- uh, started taking requests for the Mark Aram Show Christmas card. Please send me what picture you would like uh, of yourself on the Christmas card this year, okay? Only if you promise not to Photoshop my child's head on my body. <laughs> <laughs> I can't make any promises. Deb Green's in charge right, of the card this yeah. year, though. So okay. Deb won't Photoshop your head on your kid's body or vice mm. versa. By the way, if you want a Mark Aram Show Christmas card, email your name and mailing address to lowtchuck at wsbradio.com, and uh, you'll get that. All right, let's uh, let's play Would You Rather. Sanjay is going to ask us unanswerable questions. We'll try to answer them here. You play along in your car. I'm going to answer first, and then Deb, and then Barb, and then Anna, okay? I'm okay. not, not going to answer? Oh, you'll answer at the end, Longoria. Oh, okay. I'm just, you know. <laughs> wow, All right, what's the, first, out. what's the first question, Silky? All right, first question. Would you rather have your shoelaces constantly coming untied and I mean like every 20 to 30 steps, or have your shoes get progressively tighter throughout the day? Oh, that's actually a tough one. Um, I hate when my shoelaces come untied, though, so I'll I'll go with my shoes get tighter throughout the day. Uh, I feel like my laces come untied all the time. I just tuck them in. I stop tying them, so that's fine. you got to get you some of those Velcro sneakers. I do have a lot of slip-ons, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, Barb, what do you want? Do you want to keep tying your shoes, or do you want your shoes to get tighter as the day goes on? I think I'm going to keep uh, tying them, and if I need to, I'll take them off. I'm a southern girl. Yeah, exactly right. Um, Anna, what about you? I'd rather keep tying them than get... Really? It's so annoying. I hate tying my shoes. (laughs) I've got one pair of sneakers that I really like, but they will not stay tied. So I just different laces. I stopped. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. I should get different laces. Longo, what about you? Uh, I don't tie my shoes anyway, so untied is cool. (laughs) You don't? No. He doesn't. Were your sneakers? Yeah. 
See, I'm so fascinated by your face. I never look at your, your shoes. They're told. Look at that. Do they don't fall off? No. Why don't you just wear slippers? I don't know. All right, I'm going to buy you slippers for Jason. Christmas. All right, next question, Silky. All right, would you rather never have the need to go to the restroom again or be able to speak all the languages fluently in the world? Wow. That's a tough one for me personally. I mean, I, that's like an extra hour a day. Yeah, I go to the restroom a lot. Sometimes it's enjoyable. A lot of times it's not. I'm gonna. I, I'm a linguist at heart, though. I want to. I want to learn all the languages in the world. Yeah, if I could speak any language, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, uh, Barb, do you want to not go hurry hurry poopies as much, or do you want to learn languages? <laughs> I want to learn languages. Yeah, I agree. I, why, why don't we do that? I know multiple languages. Some of pieces of multiple languages. Yeah, me too. But I. Sh- I need to get fluent in something. Anna, what about you? Uh, I want to do the languages. Yeah, Longoria. Languages. Yeah, you, you barely know one language, long. I do. Yeah, but <laughs> I know have, a little bit of each one. Have you guys heard, Silky? You're a worldly person. Um, the Babbel app. Have you heard about that? Where, yeah. Does that work? Uh, I use a different one. Do you? Yeah. Does it work? I well, I think so. I Rosetta mean, Stone. Any I, of those well, things? I've never tried Rosetta Stone, but I think other people. I use would. I use Duolingo. That works. Yeah, Duolingo is what I use too. Does it work, Silky? What are you trying to learn? Spanish. I'm going to DR next. Oh, month. that's right. That's right. But I tell you what, two weeks in Japan. I could see how you learn a language really quickly if you live in a country. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was almost picking it up. See. And I'm at. Yeah, yeah when you said see to that one guy, <laughs> you were picking it up. You're, you're like nigiri, sashimi. Uh, next question, Silky. All right. Would you rather listen to All Star by Smash Mouth once a day for Ugh. 365 days or just listen to it 365 times in a row? Can I hear the song? Can you pull that up, Longoria? What song was it again? All Star. told me the world. That song. I want to hear, yes. just, just in case Barb and Anna don't know the song, let me oh. hear the song. So what, what is it again, Silky? I have to hear that so every would day. Would you rather listen to it once a day mm-hmm. for an entire year okay. or just listen to it 365 times in a row? In one day, knock it out. Yeah. Hmm. I got to hear the song <laughs> before I make that choice. I'm leaning toward once a day Every you know, year. I played that on the radio many times. Yeah. It it does, I don't hate it. I like it. it All right, me. let's hear. Let's hear the song. Yeah. I would, I, do I get to choose what time of day I listen to it? Sure. All right. Yeah, I'll listen to it once a day. I could deal with that once a day. I, I'd go crazy if it was three three hundred sixty five in a row. Yeah. Deb, what do you? It's on my iPod. I'm sure it comes up when I'm at the gym. All right. Yeah. Uh, Barb, you're a big Smash Mouth fan. What do you want to do? I think I'm going to take once a day. Once a day. Anna, what about you? <laughs> once a day. Once a day. Longoria was yeah, rocking out. Yeah, once a day. Yeah. I think, uh, wow. yeah, everything's fine in moderation, even little Sanjay. That was a replacement <laughs> question. All right, next question. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather would you, re- would you rather have unlimited Red Lobster Cheddar Bay Biscuits or unlimited Olive Garden Breadsticks? Oh, Cheddar uh, Bay Biscuits. Uh, cheddar, that's not even close. Yeah, Cheddar Bay Biscuits, no question. Deb? Oh, I don't go to... I, go. I know. Yeah. All right. Really good biscuits or average breadsticks? Which average, would you rather well, have? One, I'm not going to a fish place, so <laughs> I guess average You're breadsticks. so weird. So weird. All right. Barbara, I know this is an easy one for you. Uh, Cheddar Bay biscuits or breadsticks from Olive Garden? Actually, it's a tough one because I'm uh, gluten sensitive, but I prefer uh, <laughs> breadsticks from Olive Garden back when I did eat gluten. No kidding. All right. Um, <laughs> Anna? Tough one for me too, because I don't eat seafood. So good girl. There's, listen, there's, there's no there's, there's no seafood in the there's no lobster biscuits. in the biscuit. It smells like seafood when you go there. No, their biscuits yeah, are I really know, good. So no. I love them, but man, I'll fill up on the breadsticks and have to take my dinner home. All right, fair enough. I can't like the biscuits wreck my stomach. Going back to the earlier question, <laughs> that I I love them. They're delicious though. I don't know. I, I've had Olive Garden breadsticks for before, but they never they didn't blow me away. Do you have? The breadsticks at uh, Little Caesars, those are good. Yes. You know what I'm talking about, Longoria? Yes. Those are fantastic. Those are wonderful. All right, you got another one, Silky? I do. Would you rather get that $1.6 billion immediately or get $200,000 every day for the rest of your life? You're my accountant, so I don't know. What are the tax implications? Does it matter? No. Probably not, right? screwed either way. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Give it to me all at once. You know, throw it right in direct deposit. 
my my friends at Wells Fargo, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they'd love getting that uh, 1.6 billy right into the uh, my checking. Mark, uh, you went from 16 dollars in your checking account to uh, 1.6 billion. Um, yeah, I'm going. Yeah, take it all. I take it all at once because you just never know what when you're going to go. Exactly. Right? Yeah. When you're going to go. You're going to go. Exactly. Uh, Barb, do you want it all at once or spread out? I'm going to spread it out. Really? What's the what's the thought process there? You don't trust uh, yourself. I don't have to deal with so much at once, yeah. and um, I can think of through a little bit more how I'm going to use it. It would be nice to wake up every morning and go, oh, I'm $200,000 richer. I just opened my eyes. <laughs> that would be a nice thing, but I think I'm going to do uh, one, uh, all lump sum. Anna, what about you? Uh, no, lump sum, man. Yeah, lump sum, and then you can go to lobster. Uh, you can send your chauffeur into uh, Red Lobster and get the biscuits so you don't have to smell the seafood. <laughs> Exactly. Longoria? All at once. All at once? Yeah. All right. You Don't gotta... forget to ask uh, Sanjay about it. Oh, all right. So, Sanjay, I'm going to put I'm gonna put the uh, ladies on hold because uh, you don't need to hear this. But I'm going to come back to you guys for the uh, Dr. Joe game, okay? Okay. Thanks. Uh, all right. Hang on. Unlock, hold. So many buttons I got to push. All right, I got Sanjay. I a good one, too, then, by the way. But go ahead. All right. So, tell me your thoughts on Longoria's <laughs> uh, Mega Millions ticket buying strategy. I heard it was quite a scene on Saturday. Oh, it's not. It's 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 interesting. Listen, I love Longo. Yes, okay, I like him a little bit more than you. Sure, actually. everyone does. Yeah, but I, you know, I had to give him my professional opinion, and it's just <laughs> it, it's it's what is not he a good what is strategy. he doing that's wrong? He is buying. He is paying for the same ticket twice in case. There is a tie. <laughs> Someone else happens to have yeah, numbers, yeah. then he'll get two thirds of the prize right. instead of one third of the prize. Correct. And you frown upon but, that why? Upon that why? Because why? doubling your investment. If you're lucky enough to actually win the lottery, yeah, and your the chances that somebody else has the number, it's not worth doubling your investment for that that chance i mean you're not gonna you're most likely not gonna win the lottery anyway but if you so do your investment that's why i told listen i told longer to buy 10 tickets of the same number yeah so that way if five people win he gets a majority of the share and then he got mad at me because apparently since i've picked numbers now i can never oh, not yeah. play the, yeah well the... we all know that once you pick like he has two sets of numbers right yeah and if there's ever a time when he's going to buy tickets and he only buys one of those sets of numbers or none of them and if the other one hits it's over you're yeah. done your life is over <laughs> right because i mean you're going to be living with that for the rest of your life i agree with that but I, listen yeah. i think if you're gonna hit hit it 10 times you know what i'm saying like, exactly. <laughs> just to cover my butt in yeah. case someone else hits like it. what if no. what if eight other bananas also played those numbers how often do how often do do 10 bananas hit quite a bit time? quite well multiple really? multiple winners all the time yeah, yeah. See, i like smart. that double down if you're gonna hit you're gonna hit I mean, longoria exactly it's, oh my god <laughs> so, uh, brass tax accounting on facebook the official accountant of the mark aram show it's almost taxis. Almost taxis. Send me the picture you want for the Christmas card, though, for real. I'll do it. All right, there you go. Little Sanjay. Always a pleasure. <laughs> uh, he's on uh, Instagram, at Silky the Lockbox. All right, we'll come back with Barb and Anna. We'll play uh, this or that with Dr. Joe. It's the Mark Aram Show. All right, welcome back to the show. As usual, Sanjay screwed things up for us. Actually, I screwed it up, but uh, we've delayed the Dr. Joe game, so let me just make sure our contestants are still down to play. Barbara, are you still down to play the Dr. Joe game? I'm still here. Okay, you're, you're good to play, though? Yes. All yes. right, let me put you on hold. Uh, I'm so going to mess this up. Uh, Anna, are you there? Are you still down to play the game? Yes, I'm here. Okay. Uh, you, you, still, you have some time to, to kill? Yep. Okay, I'm going to put this here and put you there. Can you guys hear me now? Yes. All right. Good. Let's uh, let's hit that intro, Longoria. All right, we're playing the uh, this or that game with Dr. Joe Esposito. Basically, how this game works, guys. Um, I asked Joe a series of questions, and you have to guess his answer. Pretty simple. You ready? Yes. yes. All right. We'll start with you, Barbara. Dr. Joe, quinoa or kale? Quinoa or kale? What did Dr. Joe say, Barb? Kale. He said, what, Dr. Joe, quinoa or kale? Kale. Because? Because quinoa, even though it's higher in protein than most grains, 
Still has still has a carbohydrate and <laughs> may not be the best choice. Kale, excellent choice. Make sure you cook it, though. You're going to get a lot more nutrients out of it. All right, you got that right, Barb. You ready for your chance, Anna? Yep. I asked Dr. Joe, coffee or tea? What did he say? Tea. You say, you say tea. Dr. Joe, coffee or tea? Tea. Coffee is one of the most highly sprayed foods with chemicals in the world. <laughs> really? Yes. So you, not only are you getting the caffeine, which is an acid that robs your body of calcium, affects your brain function, you're also dumping these toxic chemicals into your body. Is there organic coffee available? Organic coffee would be a better choice. Okay, I That's need to look into that. Well, you're the boss. There you go, guys. You're tied one-to-one. we got to step away for the news, but you're doing great at the Dr. Joe game. Hang tight, okay? Okay. All okay. right. This or that. <laughs> I've ruined poor Barbara and Anna's night. I'm so sorry. Yeah. It's a, it, <laughs> You're fine. It's a good prize pack, though, I promise. All right, let's see. I'm going to put that on hold. I'm going to put this on hold. Here we go. All right, we'll come back. This or that with Dr. Joe continues on The Mark Aram Show. Hi, this is Rob Reiner, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. He packed in the animals two by two. Ox, a camel, and a kangaroo. Packed him in that ox so tight. I couldn't get no sleep that night. Roll the sun, chip and ham. Tell me about God's master plan. Oh, my love. Welcome back to the show, 837, 23 in front of 9. Mark Aram, Deb Green, Longo, and Catfish Crystal Wheeler, joined by two very patient young ladies, Barb <laughs> in Peachtree Corners, and uh, Deb in Lithonia. No, Anna is in Lithonia. Anna, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How about you? Excellent. Deb, you there? Barb? I'm sorry, there's no Barb's Deb. Here. There's Barb and Anna. I'm sorry, it's <laughs> the end of a long day. All right, we are, let's, let's restart. It's tied one-to-one. Let's play this or that with Barb and Anna. All right, this or that. We pulled in uh, Dr. Joe Esposito, who you hear on the weekends here on WSB Radio, and asked him a series of this or that questions. Barb and Anna will have to guess his answers to order to win the prize pack. You ready to start this puppy up again, Barb? Yes. All right. I asked Dr. Joe, notorious health nut, milkshake or ice cream sundae? This or that. Milkshake or ice cream sundae? What did Dr. Joe say? Ah, I would tend to think he would say neither. <laughs> exactly right, but he had to pick one. Um, probably milkshake. All right, Dr. Joe, milkshake or ice cream sundae? Ooh. <laughs> ice cream sundae. Yeah? Yes. Even though you don't do dairy. Even though I don't do dairy, I would do it with coconut ice cream, of course. Okay. Or coconut milkshake, too, or <laughs> almond ice cream. Yes. <laughs> so a non-fun uh, a boring one, yeah. yeah. Absolutely no flavor. So, right. Doctor Joe takes the fun out of an ice cream sundae. No point there. I would have guessed milkshake too, because I would have thought that'd be easier for his uh, fragile tummy to digest. But uh, apparently not. All right, Andy, you can take the lead here. Uh, Doctor Joe, I asked him beach house or mountain cabin. What did he say? Mountain cabin. Doctor Joe, beach house or mountain cabin? The beach house, no doubt. Love the beach. Love the beach. Love the ocean. Love the sound. And when you're around water, it creates negative ions. <laughs> negative ions neutralize toxic chemicals in your body, and that's why you feel good uh, when you're at the beach. Healthier. All right. There you go. Dr. Joe's my favorite nerd. No point for Anna. That's all right. We're tied one-to-one. All right, you can take the lead here, Barb. Uh, ask Dr. Joe, spring or fall? Spring or fall? What did he say? Oh, whoa. Uh, spring. Dr. Joseph, spring or fall? Spring. You're Absolutely. a spring chicken. I'm spring chicken. I love getting warmer. <laughs> I don't like getting cold. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Dr. Joe, you got the point, Barb. All right, uh, Anna. I asked Dr. Joe, convertible or SUV? What did he say? Dang, um, convertible. Dr. Joseph, convertible or SUV? SUV. You like a bigger... Uh, I like the bigger car. Uh-huh. I like being up high. I used to be a truck driver in New York City, so oh, I like okay. being up high above the traffic. So SUV, absolutely. All right. I would have said convertible, too, because Dr. Joe looks like a guy that would be rolling down Peachtree in a convertible. You know what I'm saying, Deb? I feel like he'd be up higher because there's less pollution to get the free radicals. The free radicals and the ions and all that stuff. All right, no point for Anna. Uh, Barb, you're up. Um, This is is one that's going to be a tough one. Almonds or cashews? Almonds or cashews? Almonds. You say almonds. Dr. Joe, almonds or cashews? Cashews, only because I like the flavor. They're better flavor. They're, they're, yeah, they're better flavor. Well, you always have almonds, so I figure I thought you might choose almonds question, there. That's a question, yeah, but I'm, I'm, cashews, if I had to pick one, yeah. But f- take taste out of it. Which is better for you, do you think? Uh, almonds would be better for you. Yeah. Yeah, more okay. alkalizing to the system. <laughs> <laughs> he chose cashews, and it's weird because um, I don't know if he does this to you guys, but every time Dr. Joe comes in the studio, he, like, throws bags of almonds at me. Yes. <laughs> like, he just, like, out of nowhere, just lob a yeah. bu- So I, I would have picked almonds there, too. All right. Uh, that was have you ever seen how a cashew grows? I know they're delicious, though. <laughs> 
they're so delicious. All right, that was uh, that was Barb's pick, right? So now it's Anna's turn. Yeah. Anna, stay awake with yep. us. Stay with us. I'm uh, here. Dogs or cats, Doctor Joe? Dogs or cats? Dogs. Doctor Joe, dogs or cats? Dogs. You're a dog person. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a dog person either, but I'm not a cat person. So, <laughs> so you don't have any? Do you have any pets? No pets. All right. No. I would have said cats. If there's ever a cat dude. I would have said it would be Dr. Joe. So I would have, I would have lost that one, Anna, but you got the point. We're tied two to two. All right, let's go back to food. Uh, Barb, I asked Dr. Joe, Snickers or Milky Way? What did he choose? Snickers? Dr. Joseph, Snickers or Milky Way? Ooh, Snickers. Yeah? I'd have to go with the Snickers, yeah. I had a flashback to 30 years ago when I had this stuff. <laughs> when was the last time you had a candy bar? 30 years? About 30, 35 years ago. No yeah. yeah. kidding. Yeah. Can you eat, like, carob? Chocolate, oh, you can eat yeah. carob chocolate and stuff. And, right. and once you once you lose the f- taste for all these heavy sweets, you really don't crave it anymore. Gotcha. All right, you get the point. Snickers, there. that's a good call, by the way. I go Snickers every day. What do you say, Deb? You don't eat that me. stuff anyway. What do you think, Barb? Snickers or Milky Way? What do you prefer? No, they already said I prefer. Oh, I prefer Snickers. Yeah, personally. Anna. What about you? Snickers. Yeah. Who eats Milky Ways? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> if you have a choice. Killers. Yeah, Syria, the guy that sent the bombs. Yep. He's milk. All right. Um, <laughs> All right, who was that? That was Barb? All right, uh, yeah. you're up now, Anna. Here, back to food. Onion rings or French fries? Onion rings. That's a tough one. Dr. Joe, onion rings or French fries? I love onion rings. One of my favorite foods in the world. And not- you, you can still eat them. You eat no, them? Yeah, I think the vegan ones, yeah, but I mean, they're not good for you. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I had to pick rings. one, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you on that. Vegan? He's worse than Deb at eating, yeah. definitely. What the hell's a vegan onion ring? Aren't all onion rings vegan? I guess if you fry it in certain things, it might not be vegan. I don't know. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you got the point, Anna. You're good. All right, here's one, uh, Barb. This is very telling. Eric Von Hessler or Mark Aram? What did Dr. Joe say? Uh, He's going to say Mark Aram. Dr. Joe? EVH or Mark Aram? Oh, Mark Aram, absolutely. <laughs> You're lying. You're lying. You're lying. Depends who's interviewing me. <laughs> good, good job. Yeah, I put the pressure on him right there. He's always on the Von Hessler show. That's why he really picked, he likes Von Hessler better. Do you know how I know he likes Von Hessler better? Hmm. He gives Von Hessler the tasty cashews, and he gives me the tasteless <laughs> almonds. That's how I know. All right, uh, you can tie this up, and a last question of uh, would you rather this or that with Dr. Joe rather. Um, I asked Dr. Joe, drumsticks or flats? Talking about chicken wings here. Drumsticks or flats? What did Dr. Joe say? <sighs> okay, I'm going to go with flats. Dr. Joe, drumsticks or flats? Well, the drum's better choice because the wings are not about fat and skin and hair and everything. I'd rather have the drumsticks. So. <laughs> fat and wings and hair. Fat and wings and hair. That's, how, t- I, that's how you make a good wing. You'll take the drumsticks every yes. day. All right, no point for Anna. This is a nail-biter. Barb, you have won, and uh, it only cost you uh, an hour of your life uh, tonight on the, on the Mark Air <laughs> Show. This or that with Dr. Joe. Uh, Deb Green, what did uh, lovely Barbara win tonight? Four tickets to Disney in concert November 25th at Atlanta Symphony Hall. How about that? Wow, thank you. My, I can take my grand. Exactly. Anna, thanks for playing. I wish I had a parting gift for you, but I don't tonight. Uh, well, I love listening to you, so have a good night. Thank you, Ann. I appreciate it. All right, Barb, uh, you got to stay on hold. Catfish is going to get some questions, uh, get some stuff from you, okay? Okay. Thank you so much. All right. I don't know how to put people on hold, but there you go. Uh, what did they win again? Tickets to see Disney at Atlanta Symphony um, yeah, Hall. Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. All right. Uh, do we have, we're going to do back-to-back Dennis Miller right now. Is that cool? Can we do Dallas Miller? All right, Dennis Miller. Joining us live on the Mark Aram Show, Dennis Miller. You hear the Miller Minute every night on the program. Uh, living on the West Coast now, is that? I'm assuming you're a Dodgers fan, Dennis? Well, you know, I can't understand Clayton Kershaw. He seems like the nicest guy to me, and he seems like such a great talent. And I'm watching him last night, and he's gone to 9-9 nine and nine in the postseason. Now, and I'm trying to figure out, I don't want to be uh, excoriative about him, but something's amiss in the postseason. And I wouldn't be as simplistic to say like some people that he gags it or he chokes, but something's different because I've watched him over a decade be the greatest pitcher on the planet Earth and to be 500 in the postseason, something's amiss, but don't quite know what it is. But it also looks like the the Bosox year. I mean, geez, they are pressing on you 24-7. It's like Nolan Richardson when he coached Arkansas, six, you know, 40 minutes to hell. They're just on you all day long. So uh, I think you'd probably have to go with the Bosox, but obviously I live out here hoping the Dodgers pull it through. Do you, do you think it's just the pressure of the big stage? I mean, a, a Wednesday night game against Milwaukee in July 
not as much pressure as, as October baseball against the Red Sox. I can't quite figure it. He's so uh, commanding in the regular season that I just cannot quite figure what happens to him. I was trying to look last night, and in my, obviously I'm a complete uh, civilian, but it seemed to me that when he goes up to his chest with his knee, that move still looks cool. But there are times I watch him during the regular season, and he'll come down and do that hitch in his giddy-up step like uh, you know Ralph Macchio and the – <laughs> the karate kid, and he'll stand there for a second, it seems. Last night he was sort of blowing through that move, and I was wondering if he was just rushing it a little. But anyway, it's uh, you know I'm sure it bugs him infinitely more than it bugs me, but 9-9 nine and nine in the postseason is not yeah. something you build a legacy for the ages of. How tough a ticket is it, uh, a World Series-Dodgers game? Because I imagine anyone that's anyone wants to be there and be seen, kind of like the, the Lakers-Showtime era. Yeah, you know, it's... Can I tell you this? I live up in Santa Barbara, and I am not kidding when I, when I tell you the traffic is so bad down there. If I left Santa Barbara to go to a game at Dodger Stadium, between the traffic going up on that hill, you ever been to a game in L.A.? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, you know where Dodger Stadium mm-hmm. sits. Between living here, I'd have to leave four and a half hours before. <laughs> I would have as much ease getting into a game at Fenway tonight leaving my house right now as I would to go to Dodger Stadium. So I don't go down that frequently. When I've been there, it's an amazing park. When you look out at those pavilions in right field and you think that Willie Stargell put two out of that stadium, it absolutely blows your mind. It truly is Elysian Fields. But the simple fact is, when you've got a high-def television, well, you're practically there anyway, and you don't even have to pay for parking. <laughs> Very infrequently do I need to be seen down there. Yeah, it, I, that's a game-changer. I live five miles from SunTrust Park uh, where the Braves play, and I didn't go to a single game yeah. this year. It, it, because, it, you know, I'm at home, I've got a bathroom, I've got the kitchen, I've got the, the high-def TV. Um, and, yeah, and, I actually hire a local kid that is a hot dog vendor <laughs> so I can get, uh, you know, the real feeling. He just comes to my house and walks through and throws me a red hot. Dennis Miller, every night, the Miller Minute on the Mark Aram Show. Thanks for your time, sir. All right, brother, say a prayer. This world's troubled right now, and it's been a rough day. Thank you for your time. Amen. Will do. Amen. Will do. Will do. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Final segment of the show. We're off tomorrow, Deb, because why? Why, Deb Green, are we off tomorrow night? I believe it's UJ football. Yeah, Bulldog All-Stars, the coach show. So, uh, But we're back on Friday, and Friday we get a big show, Longoria. A big, a big show. We're going to preview okay. the Georgia-Florida game with Kevin Butler. All right. From the Bulldogs broadcasting and WSB sports director Jay Black. We're going to have a comedian in the studio, surprise comedian. Big, funny. Well, he's not physically big, but mm. it's, it's a big name. Oh, funny wow. comedian and a surprise interview. Oh, cool! Yeah. <laughs> You're not impressed, Longoria. <laughs> that, that seems like a lot of work for, <laughs> for me. That's, that's, why, that's probably why I'm not impressed. Oh, I understand. Yeah, so we got a big show on Friday. Yeah. Um, again, we are now taking submissions or requests for the Mark Aram Show Christmas card. Uh, all you have to do is uh, email your your full name and full mailing address to lowtchuck at wsbradio.com. 350 cards going out this uh, this year, this Christmas season. So uh, if, if you're 351, you're SOL. You are. Yes, yeah, so you better get your address sent to LowT right now. Uh, it's lowtchuck at wsbradio.com. Again, I need you to pick out whatever picture you want on the card. Okay. And uh, Deb Green, I already told you you need to pick out whatever picture. All right. What do you mean, all right? Eh. You want me to pick it out? Sure. Really? Uh, yeah, just don't. grab it. Yeah. <laughs> don't. If I posted it online, I don't care. Okay. Yeah. So I can just stalk your Facebook page or whatever? Don't. Well, I'd Facebook. I would what am I, your one. mom? Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> what am I, your mom? All right, mom? we'll pick one use... out. Just make my life. Give me three choices. Okay. All right, three choices, and then we'll... Uh, yeah, it's better if you pick it. Trust the last me. three that were on Instagram are what are you going to get? <laughs> one of them was okay, I remember. Okay, well, those, remember that's probably the only thing I have. So. All right, fair enough. Deb Green. Mystery wrapped inside a <laughs> Enigma, butterscotched with a riddle. I don't know what that means. Um, can we do Star of the Show, Longoria? Is that we all right? We can. All right, let's do Star of the Show. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star Oh, by the, the way, uh, before we get started the show, Piccadilly text uh, line, my buddy Scott, who runs the uh, commissary upstairs. Oh, yeah. He says no one eats Milky Way. Yeah. He would know. <laughs> yeah. He would know. He's the candy guy. So. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, Scooter. Yeah, no one eats Milky Way. I agree. I mean, if you give it to me, I'll eat it. But no one's, you're not going to look at a, uh, if there's a Snickers bar 
in a Milky Way. No rational person no. is oh, no. taking the Milky Way. No offense to the Milky Way folk. No, They're but it's nice not people. a very good candy. But it's just not as good as the Snickers. Right. I mean, I'd rather have a Milky Way than Mike at Ike's or oh, candy corn. I mean, you know, it's <laughs> No horrible. one likes candy no, corn. No, I mean, Milky Way is a fine product, but it's not better than Snickers. All right, uh, let's give uh, the start of the show to Mark Winnie. Oh, Channel 2. Hey, please. Mark brought the heat yeah, today. No, he, had, cool. he had two good stuff, uh, two did. good stories. His story tomorrow night on Channel 2 News, uh, Channel 2 Action News at 6 p.m. I am very, very tired. Uh, we'll continue the conversation online, uh, Twitter and Instagram. It's at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.